People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Stuck online on your dad's PC. It's Neopets.com. That's the place to be. Acera, Aisha, Bloomeru, Bori, Bruce, Buzz, Chia, Chombi, Cyberty, Dake, Elephante, Eerie, Flotsam, Gellert, Norbu, Grom. I'm going to have to ask you to leave, Jake. Gotta raise them all. Gotta can them all. Invest in the stock market. Become embroiled in gambling. Gotta raise them all. Neopets. I wonder what that's in reference to. You have time to kill. In Netscape Navigator 4.2. Oh, yeah, yeah, now you're talking my language. For your blue maru. Is this a real song? Grundo, hissy, ixy, jetso. Those are words. Jub, jub, kutchy, cow, and kiko. Ladies and gentlemen, the year was 2000. And yeah, we had Pokemon. And yeah, we had Digimon. But that wasn't. It may invasive enough. That no. did not burn a hole into the collective minds of our nation's burgeoning tweens, teens, and adult women. Mm-hmm. And so Neopets.com was the answer that they had been looking for. By the way, I am your um, Blue Griffin uh, <laughs> wizard, Holden McNeely, because that's the Neopet I chose earlier today when I first actually gave Neopets a shot uh, as a website. Jake? I am your... White Lutari, Jake Young. What is a Lutari? <laughs> it's like an otter, but more sensual. And today we've got female perspective from Karina. <laughs> Karina Farak, how you doing? Thank you. I'm good. Happy to be here, ready to talk about Neopets. I played it a lot, and I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings just from the odd just relationship I've had with the research this week. I'm like, oh, cool. This is like a weird relic of a different time in the internet. Oh, wait, no. This is like deep-seated, fucked-up Scientology shit. Oh, my God. How are they manipulating children to buy products since the Reagan era fucking uh, deregulated advertisements to children? This is the evil sort of final uh, evolution of this dystopian nightmare of children's advertising. You know, All right, round the room. Are you a Quiggle or a Grunt? Let's hear it. Quiggle. No, Fucking, I guess, Grundo. I that's know. right. Grundos are the best. They were enslaved by Dr. Frank Sloth, from the, stolen from their home planets, and then they were liberated and got to live free on Neopia. Oh, good. 
The Grundos <laughs> were slaves, Holden. Now, really quick, uh, I have to say, this is actually a Patreon-sponsored episode, and I just want to thank this person who donated for this, uh, Joe McQuoid. Joe McQuoid, uh, who says, the only thing I have to pimp is my own Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash burrito explosion, but I haven't streamed much since I entered the big boy workforce. Instead, please just dedicate the episode to my girlfriend with the uh, below blurb, to my Pookie Monster. No matter what we do, our time time together always feels like an adventure. Aww. Isn't that wonderful? Um, so there you go. Thank you, Joe. Uh, and uh, also, really quick, I want to give a shout out. Um, we have a show coming up. It's our first ever live show as a podcast. Last Podcast Network presents uh, Wizard and the Bruiser and Page 7 together at the Bell House. This is a huge show. And to be honest with you, this is like a template show. If we can sell out the Bell House, that's going to mean like more shows around the country. So um, I'm not saying go online and buy a ticket even if you live like in Austin, Texas. But you know, I'm just saying, like, no, if we no, sell hold out it, the hold Bell House, up in Austin, Texas. Hold it. That's unethical. Just say if you live in Austin and want to buy a ticket for someone else who's too broke to go, yes, that's how you do it. And then maybe it gets lost. I don't know what happens, okay? But anyways, um, yeah, that's going to be uh, June 9th. Uh, it's a Sunday night, 7.30, I believe, is the start time. It's going to be a full show. Uh, we're going to have like a, a, a half all an hour. All new segments, of, all, all new segment. topics. We're going to script shit. It's going to be more than just uh, people sitting around bullshitting loosely uh, about their basic podcast topics. Also, <laughs> I'm so excited like to take the stage with Page 7. We're going to be doing you know a whole section of Wizard the Bruiser, whole section of Page 7, and then we're going to close out with a big panel with the two podcasts. This is going to be an amazing night. Come out, join us at the Bell House in Brooklyn. If you can, okay. Now back to our show. Hey, hold what on. The what's fuck the, is Neopets? What's the date on that show one more time? June 9th at the Bell House. That's Sunday night. What the fuck is Neopets, Jake? I can I can actually explain. It <laughs> uh, to put it, uh, the simplest answer I think is Neopets is a website. Yes. Yes. Where in which you can own virtual pets and buy virtual items for them using a couple different types of currencies. You have Neo points, which can be earned in game, and Neo cash, which can be purchased with real money. I'm I'm doing this by the way because I didn't really know what Neo Pets was, and a lot of times we just jump right into like the history of how it was made, and it's like actually though maybe we should explain what the thing is before we do that. So you can explore the world of Neopia with no set objective other than generally caring for your pet, give feeding them, playing with them there's multiple fantasy lands with different themes there's a pirate land prehistory etc there's shops and games you can play it also runs on its own time zone it's a pacific time zone with real world events during like halloween christmas which is very like mmo you know in general uh it has its own economy and uh, and its own fucking stock market which is kind of bonkers we're gonna get a lot we're definitely gonna be talking a lot about the economy as that is such a central theme of what's crazy about neo pets also you can battle other neo pets or npcs in the battle dome but the pets can never die that's a big fundamental thing they just get really bummed out if you don't spend time with them thus getting you to return to the site day in day out because you're scared your your pet's going to be bummed if you are listening to this show and are of a certain age chances are you had a neo pet and are thinking to yourself oh i can't i can't face the guilt i can't see it again and 
just watch its grave. But no, it's still there. It's waiting for it's you. It's probably still there. They have deleted. Uh, Log in with your Hotmail.com address. <laughs> they have deleted a lot of like uh, old unused accounts in the past. So it may not still be there. But there is a chance that it is. I even read an article uh, of a woman who was like 17 years later. I checked back in and this is what I found in my Neopets account. Um, you, uh, what else? You've got interactive storylines that are released from time to time. They can include changes to the planet, such as the addition of new lands. Uh, also, users can submit their own content for approval, such as the site's weekly electronic newspaper, the Neopian Times. Now, that is a big source of a lot of uniqueness and interesting stuff going on in the site. And if you can, if you're if it's starting to click, this is a lot about community, like the Neopian Times. There being a stock market, there being like battles against other people. You can also create and edit your own profile using HTML, which led to a lot of kids learning the programming language. And it, that uh, HTML, by the way, stands for hypertext markup language i didn't know this so uh karina yes as a yeah uh, i cannot speak toward i we call it the gush yeah where we like talk about our personal relationship uh i never knew what it was i always had heard of it and i just <laughs> was hit with an information hammer over the past week uh but I'm, I'm that's why i'm so glad you're here the gush. i'm so glad you're here to contribute the gush so the year is uh 2005 7 14 how, what, how long? I cannot, for the life of me, remember when I first started playing Neopets. I was very young. I didn't have a real email address. How young? Let's let just circa like, like schooling. Like were you in I elementary don't school? Were you in middle school? This is key to the. This is key to the Neopets experience. But I, I got it. I, I'll get into that thesis. Okay. Towards like. The end. I legit don't remember. It feels like a very long time ago, but what? I'd say I was maybe there around like 2003. Okay. Let's just put it in that ballpark. Sure, that's, that's around the height of its popularity. I was very young. My username was LittleKittyCat01. <laughs> that's how young I was. <laughs> You were at least the, the, the first one after Little yeah, Kitty Cat. Yeah. That was pretty early in the Little Kitty Cat lineage. This is how safe of a internet space Neopets was, though, that you could make your username yeah. Little Kitty Cat 01 and you'd be fine. Yeah. And you would not get sort of cyber attacked. <laughs> so, 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 in your average session, like what exactly from like the moment you click the, the address bar to the moment you obviously pass out? <laughs> what what would you At do? 8 p.m. because I was a child. Um, well, because there's just so much stuff to do just all the time on Neopets. Because, like, say you log in and then really before you even touch your Neopets, you do all the dailies. So mm. there's all the wheels you can spin once a day. There's, like, certain food items you can go collect once a day. Such as the giant omelet. There is the giant omelet. And then they added the giant jelly. I and, think they added that. And I that's think I was around when that was new. That's Ugh. to feed your pet with? Yeah, so even omelet. if you don't have money, you have no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> to make your pet happy, yeah. to care for your pet. Um, so you can gather up food and like go spin the wheels and do all these little games so you can like get rare items or just points in general and all this stuff. So this is like on autopilot. This is like daily upkeep. Yeah. Like this isn't right. even playing yet. Yeah. yeah, and then you can go take care of your pets. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah, because now you have some pets. omelet. <laughs> <laughs> you have like whatever you like the book you won at the wheel of mediocrity. <laughs> that is one of them. Wait, is that the one that goes for like three hours, or is that the wheel of monotony? 
That's the wheel of monotony. Uh, I think the wheel of mediocrity is like a really cheap one that doesn't give you good prizes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you win like trash. Is um, it? Were you noticing advertisements <laughs> during this time? Was well, like was the immersive advertising thing really prevalent? Did you see? Like, like I can't say for sure. That's creepy. Because like, see, I, that's scary yeah, though, right? Like, because when I was very young, I don't know how deep they were in it. Like, right. I can't remember for sure if they were doing it, but I, I mean, I remember it because you have like sponsored games where it's like, right. watch these ads to win two hundred fifty yes. points. Chica 100%. wants a McMuffin. <laughs> Why do you get a yeah. McMuffin for? Is that was that the right name? Is it, is it Chico? Called, is I think it's the name of a man, a Mexican man. No, which one was it called? Kachik, Kachik. By the way, Jake has this ludicrous printout of like all of these different Neopets. Um, and are you a Scorchio or a Shoryu? Which dumb dragon? Hey, I, I had a Shoryu as my first Neopet. It was oh, really? Na- it was named Little Blue Shoryu. <laughs> That's see, that's good. That's just good <laughs> to match my name. I I today I picked a blue griffin and I named him Cleco. An eerie, nice. and uh, I was really happy with that. By the way, Holdenator not taken as oh, my username. Come on, guys! I was able to take take it take it on. So there you go. I had a jub jub. You had a jub jub <laughs> named like. I, I don't even remember what I called it. Something dumb. And by the way, they've since gone away from the immersive advertising, which again, we'll come circle back around to and talk about more in detail. But now it is just definitely, uh, yeah. Sprint is definitely it's just... advertising on Neopets. I will oh, tell you that God, much. I was a just wall of banners in the face with uh, how much I need to use Sprint, which I already have. Um, <laughs> and then it was trying to sell me, I think it knew how big of a Taylor Swift fan I am because it was trying to sell me nothing but Taylor Swift merch, no, uh, which is I... really uncomfortable for me because I was like I get it I get it I like her music when I went on it was just on all sites top bottom left right giant Google AdSense banners and that's uh-huh. based on your traffic uh-huh. oh, okay. <laughs> so like I didn't see any like uh, Disney movie theaters or like McDonald's uh, you know play place right. it was all just the banner ads. I think it was like I just paid my sprint bill and had just like <laughs> gotten slightly curious about the new round of Taylor Swift merch and was like should I get a shirt that says me on it with an exclamation point anyway we're, we're still going <laughs> through a, either here or there still going through a day of neo petting <laughs> yes we have, uh, yeah yeah yeah. You're, yeah so you've you've gathered all the stuff and now you're yeah. like feeding your, feed your pets so that they're not sad okay because if right. you don't feed them then they just get really sad. They and like start to cry. Even when I did play with the pet, though, <laughs> it made me feel bad. Because the pet said, oh, thanks. I was bored. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you They're were bored? They're just sitting there. They're just sitting You're there. You're not a good pet owner. I'm not. And I literally just played with him like over and I'm just, you know what I mean? And that's, and there's the hook, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, by the way. You feeling scared for your pet. Are you right now just thinking like, fuck, maybe I should make them happy just for a second? After all these years, maybe I could log back in and make my pets happy yeah. for a fucking millisecond of my life? I was, I was telling Jake that I did not prepare for this at all because I did not want to log into my old account, the one that's still there, because I had three, but two of them have been inactive, so they got deleted. Uh-huh. Dead. Little blue shoyru dead. <laughs> but... <laughs> Gone forever. Just some some digital old man walked up to him with a shotgun and just blew his brains out to get but, the light no, out of his fine. face. No, it's fine. Shoryu is clearly a shitty knockoff of Charizard. He deserved it. But um, the, there is one account still there, and I just I just don't want to go back. 
because right. then I'll start doing things. You'll start doing stuff. In yeah, because, you know, you take care of your pet and then you can just do whatever because there's so many different facets to the site. You can go play their shitty Flash games. Yes. So many shitty <laughs> Flash games. <laughs> shitty, fla- shitty Flash games on shitty Flash games on shitty Flash games. I did try and figure out which were the good ones and I did play Ice Cream Machine and that one was pretty that all right. One, that's that the one I remember. Because all, right. all I did, it wasn't even a game. It was like... <laughs> I bought an. I had money, so I'm like, I guess I'll spend this money. So I bought an invitation to this party, and then I went to the page and I went to the party, and it was just these like weird creatures in like a masquerade ball. What? And I had to like scroll over. It was like, pick which one you want an item from. And then I clicked on one, and it was like, do you want these sparkly heels? And I was like, yeah, I'll put that on my pet, I guess. So I chose that one, and then I was like, wait. I guess it won't let me because my pet is a male, which I thought was kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? It's like, why can't your pet be like have some trans situations happening? You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck this game. And I I left. That was why. It was because of the heels thing. That's where where it just like broke you. (laughs) Oh, wait. Was that like a flash game with animation and like original graphics? Or were you just like, I don't know what I was doing. Like there's just a lot of random stuff. Like there's one thing that I remember. That was you can get concert tickets and it's a different it's a different band every day. There's all these in universe bands. And what it is, is that you buy a concert ticket, you go to the concert hall and it just plays you like a flash loop (laughs) (laughs) of like the band performing. Now, here's my question (laughs) that we haven't talked about just yet. And that is, did you feel like a sense of community? Did you talk to other people? Were you in a guild? Did you have a relationship with other actual humans in the game? Or was it really just your own private I mean, stuff? I I am kind of maybe an outlier, but like I didn't really like interact a lot with people. Gotcha. It Karina was more is just what like... uh, we call in the industry a doodle hermit. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there were points. I did try to start my own guild. It was like a Pokemon guild. But there's like a million Pokemon wow, guilds. Unbelievable. How dare yeah, you? Yeah. So like, what's the point? Who's going to want to join my guild? But um, there was this point because I played it like three different points in my life when I was like a wee child okay. and then. I played again when I was like in middle school, okay. so I was around like eleven. Were you ashamed to be playing it in middle school, or was it totally fine and accepted and normal? I don't because I didn't know anyone who played it like at my school. So you were, or were you a sad, lonely person <laughs> when you were a kid? I guess I should hey. pre- we should preface with yeah. that. Yeah, I, I was also just telling this to Jake, and I'm like to to defend myself. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas, which okay. is a enormous city mm-hmm. and most of my friends lived far away from me gotcha so I, I was a sad lonely person too yeah, by the so way so. I, this I is, did not that was the original title of this podcast <laughs> sad lonely person. sad lonely people <laughs> talking about stuff and then mom's basement i believe and yeah but that's a youtuber we couldn't do that <laughs> yeah 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 and then what was the third stage of your life that you played this game? College. <laughs> really? I had a weird two months where I got really stressed out <laughs> during my final project. That's amazing. And that's when and you I went was, as a safe haven. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, you know what I'm thinking about? Neopets. Gee, I wonder if it's changed. I should make an account and like check it out just for fun. And then I went back and I was like, nothing's changed. Uh, but then like magic, I, I just got sucked back in. So <laughs> col- there's so much to do. You what gotta year manage. was what year was that though? Like two thousand 
14? It's kind of fascinating that you did what you did because you yeah. essentially, we're going to walk you through what <laughs> did happen behind the scenes yeah. while of each of those different points in your life because there were massive changes. You know, b- company bought and sold. Uh, you know, now it's what with Jumpstart and it's just this graveyard <laughs> of a website that really feels and looks so dated yeah. um, for the time. Wait, so the Jumpstart was then sold to yet another yet company. another Like a Chinese no, conglomerate. No, no, a Chinese, the Chinese conglomerate bought Jumpstart. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who owned Neopets yeah. by that point? Jumpstart was this weird children's educate, <laughs> edutainment sort of company. And uh, anyways, we'll get into that. I, I guess, should we, should we get into now, like, the whole... The whole thing. I, I just I really want to I just want to get it through for people that don't understand what the appeal of the site was. Yeah. Was that well, it was an infinite source of things to do. You yeah. could either if you're the kind of person that likes to watch numbers <laughs> go up, you could play it like um, make it like a tapper, essentially, or make it, you know, uh, manage a storefront like buy and sub- buy low trade sell goods high. with people. Did you I didn't work do with- a lot of trading, but I did. I was really into managing storefronts. I really enjoyed it. And part of it was just that, like, everything's customizable. If you know a little bit of basic HTML, you could go to one of those, like, sites that has, like, the midis and backgrounds and funny cursors. Did you learn HTML because of Yeah, like, very, very basic. The HTML that I know and use to this day is just what I learned (laughs) playing Neopets. Right, and uh, because one thing I... customizing my store and my pet page. (laughs) One thing I read was that uh, it it actually was a source for young women to learn their entry level of coding that yeah. that would eventually become like some people's jobs and you know become so and it really was this really great way for young women to get on board onto <laughs> learning how to code because they just needed to, to customize that fucking profile yeah or if you just wanted to waste time playing literally 400 different shitty Flash games. Yeah, or right. if you wanted to... Which I was all about back in the day. So if I had found Neopets, like, I would have been fucked. Like, I loved those old... I remember I used to go on Comedy Central, had, like, <laughs> South Park <laughs> Flash games. And I was, like, super into South Park. And they were, like, terrible Flash games. So I would play them every day because I was just like I love I love it <laughs> or you just needed to talk to people and you found a safe haven on the forums because it was this space built around young yeah. women that was free of kind of the grodier aspects of forum culture and chat rooms right or or you could be a, a burgeoning fan fiction writer and all of a sudden you're <laughs> submitting stuff to the Neopian Times or you're a joke writer and you're submitting stuff to the caption contest mm-hmm. no matter what your interests are no matter who you were as a person you could funnel that into, you could contribute to the great Neopian cause in an era where the internet connected computer was all of a sudden everywhere. It was in your dad's office, it was in the school library, it was in uh, your classroom, it was in, like, if, even if you didn't have a game system, even if you didn't have uh, your own computer, even if you didn't have any, like, for, it was available to everyone and it had infinite things to do. And for this weird window in the and 2000s, was free, and it, the oh yeah, oh yeah. and if you did, yeah, it, was it really free. is because I was gonna say it's it's modern day Fortnite, like or it's old school <laughs> Fortnite. It's free to get in. They keep adding shit constantly. Mm-hmm. They just keep throwing in little hooks to keep you going, keep you you know maybe even spending some actual money in there a little bit. And yeah, it's totally what it reminds me so much of what Fortnite is today. Such a fundamental part for getting kids into something is that free, free, freeness. Because kids is, don't have money. They don't have money. They ain't got shit. 
They got another stupid little kids. You know what I mean? What are they gonna fucking you know? Build a, I don't know, a, you know, build a <laughs> chair and sell it. They're idiots. It was that or cutting firewood, <laughs> mowing lawns. Yeah, you think you think uh, you think any kid wants to be mowing a lawn these days? Um. So, anyways, did you? Wh- quick question too. Before we get into the origin story mm-hmm. of Neopets, um, did you invest in the stock market at all? The Neodac. I never got into the stock market. There was a brief period of time when my brother was playing, and I think he did the stock market. He a got into it. He yeah. became a little junior economist. So yeah. That's another I was, option. You I was had. just a big store person. I got really into like <laughs> flipping items. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then you have you, you just put all your money in your bank account. You build your bank account. You get more interest. You collect the interest every day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Number me as a kid. <laughs> Number go up. Make dopamine go yeah, happy. Hundred percent. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about the original OG um, uh, Neopet. How this all formed, and it formed in jolly old England. Right. That's why everything on the website is still spelled weird. <laughs> That's another fun thing. Just as a kid, I absorbed so much of like <laughs> the British U that it still kind of messes me up to this day, and I don't know how words are spelled. You spell I gray grew up wrong. Playing Neopets. I don't know how to spell gray. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this was created by uh, Adam Powell and Donna Williams, who would later become Donna Powell because they got married and uh, had kids and stuff. So Adam Powell, let's start with him. Born in 1976 in Wales, he attended the University of Nottingham from 95 to 98 for a degree in computer science. And at school, he created Darkheart, which was a multi-user dungeon uh, or MUD, a.k.a. a text-based RPG based off the Deku MUD source code created by some dudes in Copenhagen. So already he understood the power of wasting a lot of time online with very little visuals to go Yes, with. very little <laughs> visuals and it like very DIY, yeah. right? Like taking uh, somebody else's source code, making your own thing, trial and error. He wasn't super professionally trained by any means. Also, when it comes I to didn't this realize stuff. he was Welsh because that establishes a lot of the weird like kind of fairy like yes. like oh. kind of I, I don't want to Tolkien-esque even yeah like, yeah there's so much weird dark fa- so it's like <laughs> oh have a little weird looking dog feed it pet it also there's a dark fairy's wand <laughs> what? what the fuck's happening there seems like there's such a juxtaposition of so many different hooks for like young girls yeah yeah to just get into it's like Puppies and fairies and, you know, storefronts. <laughs> Was that a women be shopping joke? <laughs> yeah, I guess I just said a women be shopping joke. Uh, by the way, AK, uh, uh, I don't know why I just said AK. By the way, the uh, Deku Mud code is said to be, uh, to have evolved into, like, most of today's, uh, or the source of most of today's MMORPGs. I believe it. Um so, in 1997, Powell starts Shout Advertising. So, also, you immediately have a connection to advertising, right? In, uh, this is in the UK. He uh, also uh, starts NetMagic, which uh, was the design and seller of banner advertising online, mostly for his dad's hot water bottle company. <laughs> and lastly, in the 90, in 1999, he founded Powlex, which so focused on... British. I know, right? <laughs> which focused on web page design. And, and in general, at this point, Adam Powell, not really in enjoying these jobs these Mm -hmm. kind of these jobs suck he really wants to do something else he doesn't really know what he wants to do but he can design web pages he can design banner ads he's starting to understand how economy on the internet works and he first conceives of neopets in 1997 while at university and he started working with donna williams um on that now donna williams she grew up in surrey city 
uh, which is a region in southeast England, and met Adam actually in high school, but then they went to uh, university together. She studied art with a focus on graphic design there. Um, she ran marketing for Powell's Shout Advertising and then did website development and internet advertising services for SpeedyClick.com, which is actually... Um, we're, we're going to get to him later, but Doug Doring, uh, he, that was one of his, I believe, companies uh, back in the day. So that's, the, I think, how they were connected to him, who is the, the guy that comes in, the businessman that comes in and makes it a business <laughs> thing, uh, who also is a fucking Scientologist, which we'll get to in a little bit. So um, <laughs> the site has, uh, uh, Speedy Click is a site that had contests and original content and free games like Blackjack, Bingo, and Slot Machines that got the users Speedy Bucks that they could redeem for prizes like like mouse pads and stuff, and the site was really just uh, operating on the banner ad style revenue model. Um, okay, so Powell and Williams, they're bored, they're in college, and they also, ha- they actually do have a bunch of pets. They've got birds, they've got guinea pigs, they have this uh, notably cantankerous cat, um, and they figured, you know what, I bet if we made a site where people had to, you know, take care of these pets and keep them happy and keep them fed, they'll just, they'll they'll be almost forced to come back time and time again to make sure that um, these pets are being cared for. So, And of course, this idea had nothing to do with the advent of Tamagotchis and nothing. Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> and their worldwide, and that. global, almost near viral success. And the thing is, though, Tamagotchis could straight up die. We should talk about Tamagotchis for a second, really quick, by the way. <laughs> Tamagotchis, okay. Tamagotchi was like this little, like, egg keychain thing, with right? A t- with a low LCD screen yes. that showcased your little blob pet. Your little blob pet, and you had to keep it alive, and you carried it around with you everywhere you went, and what you, was you fed it, you like... Wiped its poop. You wiped its poop? <laughs> yeah, it would Did take, you have one? Yeah, I had one. Did you have one? I didn't actually ever have one. Uh, you, ha- you had one. I had one. It would take big stinky turds on the floor, <laughs> and you had to like click the little toilet icon to wipe it away. Otherwise, it would get covered in shit. And get sick and, and get, die. No. Um, <laughs> See, that's the thing. Tamagotchi like a real was hardcore. Pet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a real pet. Tamagotchi was hardcore. You, your you pet. couldn't pause it. You couldn't turn off the sound. Uh, my, it, it, the year it hit, all of my Parents teachers. Parents loved it. <laughs> uh, so, and then like knockoffs, there was Giga Pets, and then Digimon got into the fray, and it all kind of like, and then Pokemon kind of like filled in the need where it was like, okay, you don't need to take, you still want to own and grow the things but you don't need to be beholden I, I remember to there it. being a Pikachu one I had that one okay a Pikachu. I don't know if it could die but you oh, like yeah, yeah. had your Pikachu <laughs> in like a little mini Game Boy and it oh yeah 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 oh yeah I, was, I remember that <laughs> it's a weird time for digital pets <laughs> and digital pet owning Sony came out with the Ibo robot for the first time there was like all those like knockoff ones that were way cheaper by Tiger the 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 idea of a fake animal that yes. a child could take care of. Oh, it's like, yeah. yeah. I was also really into the uh, Poochie, Meowchie. Yeah. Uh, I, had, <laughs> I had those. Which, what were P- Poochie, Meowchie? I think those were the tiger ones. Yeah, okay. with like the real blocky head. Yeah, they were real blocky and they come in different colors. Uh, so and they can interact with each other. So they'd wake each other up and talk and it was weird. So Furbies, pa- Furbies weren't <laughs> far behind. So Powell yeah. and Williams, they're sitting there. They they're, they already know that, you know, how banner ads work to sell things and how the, an advertising web-based model can work. Ah, I remember those things. <laughs> Hell yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Meowchi and the Poochie. Poochie at first I was like the Simpsons thing. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, uh, so they... 
they they know how ads banner stuff works. They see what Pokemon's doing, what all Tamagotchi, all that kind of stuff. They see the addiction going on. They decide let's put the two together, make it a free website with banner ads, and just give these people um, what they call as stickiness uh, on the internet. Um, just something that just keeps you going back to the site, hanging out on the site, and getting that ad rev a flowing. Now, Holden, were you able to track down pictures of? Uh, Donna's original artwork for these Neopets. No, but I heard it was, it's hilarious that she was like in school for <laughs> art because apparently they're god awful, right? They are insanely bad. Hold on, <laughs> I'm gonna, do you have a- Well, one's just a photoshopped image of uh, Bruce Forsyth, the um, British yes. comedian and announcer. <laughs> Another one is a really weird crude drawing of Macy Gray. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm just gonna show you uh, Neopets Gen 1 artwork. Because <laughs> it is insane that people actually actually liked it, and those people, by the way, they went on a few pet message boards. They dropped like, "Hey, we've got this website," and it actually just their 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 attendance every day, um, their clicks were going up, doubling um, every single day, and there was just more and more people piling on. Maybe um, uh, and 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 this all gets uh, catches the attention of Doug Doring. Now, uh, Doug Doring is this entrepreneur guy that uh, comes in and blows Neopets up to be well, it was, the crazy it's thing was actually a little bit more complicated than that because they had, uh, I think by this time they'd already moved to America. Okay, so they moved, They had moved. Um, they had moved to America. Uh, a previous attempt to like get funding had ended in a horrifying personal sp- uh, spat. Like things got like, you know, lawyers were involved, death threats were involved. Like it got real nasty. And so the two were on their own while the site kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where you know, probably getting like 100,000 hits uh, a day or something, that adds up to like $6,000 a month in server costs. So they were going bankrupt. The uh, site was going down regularly because they couldn't keep up with the server costs. And so they were desperate to get a business guy involved. They were desperate for funding. So like, it's it's not that just like one guy kind of came in and they were like, you're the guy. They were at the end of their rope and a friend of a friend probably through their connection. Through speedyclick.com is it was um, somebody who worked under Doring came to them and was like, you should check this website out. Right. So that's why they ended up with Bruce. Not out of just like, not that he came in with like a big cigar and was like, listen, kids, you got it. Bruce? <laughs> Bruce? Or no, Doug. Bruce is the penguin <laughs> who replaced Bruce Forsythe <laughs> on the website. Bruce is a type of pet. <laughs> so let's talk about Doug Doring really quick. They were being a real yearby about the whole situation. <laughs> uh, so after college. No Van de Geyer were they. Mm. After college, Doug. Lockie. Doug Tuscanini. Dor- <laughs> Jake? Skeet. Okay. <laughs> After college, Doug spends four years in Toledo working for the Church of Scientology. That's where this fucking crazy shit comes in. Uh, he is the entrepreneur that formed the Doring Company in 1986 at the age of 28, which did market research for various brands. Then he moved it to the web where he was selling polling data from 1 million online consumers to big corporations. Getting on, It was all about getting market data, polling people. So again, this is already starting, right? This is what we're, this is the dark future Neopets is headed towards. What do the people want who buy the things? How do we figure it out the best way? That's what the kind of companies he was running. He ends up inv- uh, uh, investing in Speedy Click, and that's where the staffer told him about Neopets. This is early 2000. 
and it's not too long after its launch, um, which was in December of 99. He ends up buying the site as soon as he can and makes himself the CEO. Um, Not too long after. I think he was not the CEO at first, but he was like, I need to jump in here. I think I can, like, twist this into some lucrative ass shit by way of manipulating small children. The Powells get to keep a, I think it was an 18% share of the company. So Mm. they still are vital and they are still the core creative force behind the site. Doring said, I realized we could have the best of both worlds. We could use the internet to create Neopets that would reach youth on a global scale and then be taken into the real world. It was a net-to-land strategy, the opposite of what everyone else was trying to do. So, Doring ends up trademarking the term immersive advertising as the way Neopets displays ads after Doring came into the picture. So there's no more pop-ups or banner ads. Now this ad content shows up in interactive forms, including playing adver games and taking part in <laughs> online marketing surveys for points uh and that's the part where i'm like and and that's why i asked you like chances are i probably did that shit as a kid did some surveys like i can't specifically remember because they just kind of hit it in stuff yeah <laughs> like i know there were a lot of like games that were just like it's this uh-huh it's it's the mcdonald's game the, spi- <laughs> the spider-man cheese nips hunt or the attack of the plaque featuring crest spin brush toothbrushes i like almost remember that one actually <laughs> i asked someone uh i asked someone who's uh i asked someone i knew who played neopets it was like uh and making it up off the top of my head was like and you know i'm sure you had to play the cocoa puffs game or something and she was like ew i hated the cocoa puffs game and i was like <laughs> i made that up <laughs> i i kind of remember the cocoa puffs game i remember it being there <laughs> yeah what well, I mean, what were these I want to believe what were these games like by the way I think we 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 briefly mentioned the flash games but like what were you what are you doing in these games like any game or Just specifically like, yeah. the ad ones add well because no, I don't yeah, more... I don't really remember like I said there is one that I do remember that was literally just hey watch an ad and we'll give you, you points. neo points yeah. and I was like a hell yeah <laughs> I'm fucking 12 years old. My time is worthless. So this immersive advertising. You're just chilling out in Meridel, just doing whatever. (laughs) And someone just kicks down the door. It's like, hey, get the Disney Channel. (laughs) So this advertising contributes to 60% of the revenue from the site with involvement from companies such as Disney, General Mills, and McDonald's. And then also Doring brought in this fun, these fun business model called OrgBoard, which is derived from L. Ron Hubbard's teachings. Um, and it's actually trademarked by him, this OrgBoard. I went on some websites that probably put me on some lists. Um, <laughs> uh, it's an updated business technology used by society uh, 80 trillion years ago by an old galactic civilization and uh, conveniently updated by Hubbard. There are seven divisions of business. Uh, it's It really sounds like a dystopian sci-fi novel. Uh, there is communications, production, public relations, those sorts of things. And these are all arranged in a cycle of production. There's also a fun corrections department that's there to monitor all of the other departments. And the whole thing is criticized for doing things that you hear about in Scientology, like having employees spy on other employees and report back to the corrections department if they do anything to undercut the mission or organization. So it's a bit of a he just immediately it's creepy and weird right well yeah there's uh it's uh the powells talk about it since they've since left the company yes i have several uh, quotes okay so uh (laughs) all right so there's a really great reddit ama by the way that has a ton of great stuff on it donna williams said 
We were not aware of it at first, as we were totally naive. When we realized it was a bit of a shock. Somewhat awkward moment when you realize you started the biggest entertainment site visited by millions of children and teens, but the upper management you just signed the company over to are part of some weird religion that is banned in some countries. (laughs) It didn't really change anything that I noticed, apart from some odd test that interviewees had to take consisting of questions like, which straight line seemed friendlier, and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, they got, what's the, 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 uh, audited. Yeah. Oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I wanted to. I was trying to look up the test. I was desperately. I mean, curious. we can go to Times Square and you can get the test. Get the test. Oh my God, we were walking in L.A. Lexi's just so polite. My my wife Lexi <laughs> walking in L.A. This guy's just like, would you like to take a personality test? Yes, I think it was a personality That's test. That's what they she say. Was like, oh, is it like Myers Briggs? He's like, better than that. I'm like, Lexi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I know. It was like, hold these electrodes. In her defense, she was like, I know what it was. I was just being polite, but like, it was just like, Lexi, let's go. I was like, she's gonna get converted her first day in L.A. Uh, Hi everybody, Holden here. And today I want to talk to you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. I, for one, like cooking, but I'm terrible about branching out from the handful of recipes that I make week in and week out. Totally intimidated to try anything new. That's what makes HelloFresh so awesome. The recipes you receive in the mail are super simple and all very healthy. With each one, I learn something new, such as what a bulgogi bowl even is, much less how to make one. Every week, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards delivered to your door. All the meals can be made in 30 minutes max, require less than two pots and pans, and very minimal cleanup. You get three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to change it up at any time. Lex and I did the classic option and absolutely loved it. We immediately ordered another week's supply when we ran out. My personal favorite dishes, I'm going to have to say, is probably the beef bulgogi bowl that I mentioned before, or the bacon compressed chicken. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash Bruiser80 and enter the code Bruiser80. That's HelloFresh.com forward slash Bruiser80 and enter the code Bruiser80. You'll get $20 off your first four boxes, which is like receiving eight meals for free. Get it. Do it. Why not? Thanks, everybody. Anywho, uh, yeah, also, um, interviewees for the company were, like, a little freaked out because at the bottom of every page of their, like, application test thing said, copyright L. Ron Hubbard. Mm. <laughs> Just very, very alarming. Adam Powell said, we found out about it about six months after we started working there and started Googling all the employees, and they were all Scientologists, which is like a scene from a horror movie. <laughs> Scientologists. Scientologists. He's a Scientologist. Could you imagine just showing up to work? the day after you found that out just being like hey everybody i'm normal and have not found anything disturbing out about all of you well they had enough say in the company that they were they could push back they could like really stamp their feet uh i think i think it sounds like doring was like not happy that they like owned it essentially we're co-owners of it because they're trying to make the website fun and he's trying to figure out how to like scientology a bunch of billions of dollars out of children well, they introduced uh, – this is another thing they pushed back on is they introduced uh, a new uh, manager who was in charge of making the uh, the site educational, mm-hmm. and she specifically was incorporating some of the education technology yes. of Scientology into the company, and they were like, fuck no. 
Um, the Powells yeah, yeah. also talk about how yeah, they would th- be. This is from this is from oh, yeah. uh, Donna. At one time, there was some talk about putting Scientology education on the site, but we killed that idea pretty sharpish. Adam and I made sure that it never made its way onto anything site related. Religion and politics were two big no nos for us as far as site content went. Can't say the discussions we had to keep it that way were much fun though. So sounds um, like they had to put up a fight. Could you imagine? No. What? Could you imagine being like, I may end up being a part of like the most evil thing on the internet. <laughs> like they, they were on the verge of it. <laughs> like crazy. Uh, and in the inter, in the years since like Doug Doring still made a ton of money off the site between all the actual, like the business itself and all the acquisitions. And so there was, did you see the, uh, Patron Excalibur Award? No, what? So a couple years back, that sounds like uh, something on Neopets, though. No, <laughs> an item. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like an item you would pay a the, bunch of Neo coins for, or whatever the fuck. Uh, there was a fuck. I can't believe I forgot the name of the YouTuber, but it's uh, the channel is People Who Make Games. Uh, interviewed the pals and like did a kind of mini in depth expose. And he uncovered like a page from a Scientology magazine showing uh, Doug Noring and his wife next to the most ludicrous crystal trophy I've ever seen in my entire life. It has like a sword and wings and writings all over it. It looks like a fucking arcane like temple. <laughs> and they're smiling next to it. And uh, he, the reporter then goes on to be like, so I looked up, you know, Scientology awards and the highest award they give isn't what they got like you know they the highest if you give like 10 million dollars they throw you a little party and you get this big golden sculpture that's different from the one that the dorings got so by estimation they probably gave something close to 20 million dollars to Scientology. Uh-huh. that's 20 million dollars of neopets money so all that time you spent <laughs> clicking on stuff and making your shop look good is just feeding the scientology this is not monster the problem of 12 year old me <laughs> oh that's right i'm doing that thing where we with the bait and switch we invited you on to be 10 year old me but now we're just switching it on you you're evil now that's why that's um, what i did Scientology. <laughs> I'm sorry. She just I, rips her face off and it's an alien. <laughs> you know, when we got the request to do the episode and you were like, hey, Jake was like, yeah, let's do it. This is, it's a really interesting subject. And I didn't really know much about it. I'm like, cool, fine. I mean, whatever. I'm sure it's whatever, right? I'm sure there's interesting stories about stuff that happened online. And then almost immediately, I'm just in this world of Scientology with an eight trillion years old business model created by ancient alien civilizations. And I'm like, Neopets? What the fuck? <laughs> and it makes sense because this is the Wild West of the internet at this point, right? And also, I mean, we talked about, uh, we t- you know, we talked uh, about this plenty, I think, in the Transformers episode. But, you know, this is all because of Reagan. Like, Reagan deregulated advertising for children. And so, and, and this is what it leads to. And it's funny, I was actually at my friend's house who has two, uh, two young kids. And there was children's television on in the background. And we were, like, talking about it, you know. This is just a, such a weird thing. You don't really watch it much unless you have kids. And he said the the thing, which is like, you know, the scary part about this children's television, you can't tell the difference between the ads and the shows. 
you know? And that is exactly <laughs> where all of this shit headed as soon as Reagan uh, deregulated it. And, and, and also in Neopets, the fact that you can barely remember what was connected to advertising and what wasn't. <laughs> you, it, it, like, because you, why would you know? I mean, and it got tons of criticism, by the way. Tons of criticism online. At its height, Neopets was ranked the second stickiest site on the internet with users spending an average of six hours and 15 minutes a month with 2.2 billion page views per month back in 2005. Um, this attracted the attention of a lot of people who hate this kind of shit. Um, Callie Lassen, who was editor of Adbusters magazine, said, they're not smart enough to work out the packaging, the kids that are using the site. We are targeting kids before they are old enough to figure these things out. They can't tell the difference between an ad and a non-ad content. It's all just one big blur and a big attention-getting device. Um, and uh, and even Williams and Powell were very upset about having all of the resources of, uh, of the company going to more ad content as opposed to making the game better. They had all these plans. They wanted to give you a much better uh, Neopets, and they weren't allowed to. Uh, so you know that, which is fresh. They had all these roadmaps that were never came to fruition, and nothing was being updated uh, other than what could make more money and introducing these games and whatnot. Uh, and it just, yeah, it just, it, it, and also, uh, and and that's when we can slide over to the uh, hyperinflation issues that the website. Oh, before had. we before we move on, because this tension between the suits and the creatives uh, on Neopets, the creators and the creative team and the programmers and the artists. They were characters within the world, right? Yeah, I remember that. Like, yes, and there was actually the only people. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, this. Wait, as a user, you trusted like the little avatars of the staff. They'd show up in games. They'd show up in like. There was a. I, I looked up one of the events was a murder mystery plot. Yeah, where, like, that was the staff I think yeah. the first one. I think that was, <laughs> was the first ever one. Resort? Do you remember the murder mystery plot? I don't know if I was there for the murder murder mystery. Did you plot, do the events like, though? Would you do every these? so often? Uh -huh. Sometimes, like what what would. The, do you re recall one of the big events and like what even ha was it just like oh there's a new uh, avatar on this map and I can talk to them and they'll tell me to go somewhere else and then I'll like was there like I wasn't big on the event so I kind of can't give you much information. It's really on all that. about the shop because like <laughs> yeah I just loved everything. There's just always stuff to do. I was busy. I can't just do events. Yeah right. What but, I love um... is that you had that experience right where it's like there were yeah. giant facets of the website that you and weren't I mean, even involved. This was like in. another thing where it's just like there's all this lore like there's all yeah. these storylines and lore I but it's that. also all very segmented so I'm like mm -hmm. there's certain things where I'm like yeah I remember the snow ager yeah I remember what was the snow ager it's a it's an event you can do or not really an event but it's just kind of always there it's this giant snake that like sleeps on top of a pile of treasure okay so you can go and try and like take like one of the rare items from under the snake because ah. it's sleeping at certain times but uh -huh. sometimes it's awake so if it's awake you can't go near it because okay. it'll, it'll like eat you or something um but if it's asleep you can chance taking an item and it can be a really rare thing huh. um but if you like if he like moves you just like run away or if he wakes up then he'll attack your pet mm. and that's just like a thing that's always there and the snow ager there's all these snow ager themed items and stuff and i'm sure during one event you got its origin story and you had to yeah. like find the, <laughs> the childhood of the snow ager was there any big like item you remember saving up for people keep mentioning the dark fairy wand as something they were always trying to get and it costs way like tons of money i think the dark fairy wand was a battle item and i wasn't okay. a big battle dome person that's right. I, I was really, probably another fast I was, yeah. I was really into paintbrushes and yeah. i actually never got one as a child so when i went back in college 
college, it was huh. like my mission to get like paint brushes and the secret lab ray map thing. That was okay. another big item because that is you have to assemble like I don't know like nine map pieces, like mm. or six or nine, some multiple. Um, and, and how makes, would you get the different pieces? Some of them you like you can just buy them, but some of them are really cheap and some are like absurdly expensive because I don't mm. think you can charge more than like um, a million neo points on the marketplace. So some of them you got to trade like basically the equivalent of over a million neo points for. So you, know, you just gathered a bunch of stuff and eventually you just got all of them. And what did the raid do? Once a day, you can go zap one of your pets, and it just changes something about it. It'll either change one of its stats, its gender, its color, or its species. And that was you. And they've since introduced the ability to do that in exchange for like human money, but that was the yeah. only way to get that kind of stuff back. <laughs> you just had to roll the dice and hope you got something better than what you had. Yeah, before. they didn't Basically. add actual transitions until the um. Until the NC Mall, but that doesn't come for a little while in the, in the timeline. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. So, yeah, the thing about <laughs> Neopets lore that gets me the most twisted in knots is the world of ne- how the world of Neopia is supposed to function. <laughs> because you know, you you go across the map. By the way, the, you just click on like yeah. the, like we're you're talking not, like, about it like it's a video it's game. Like, World yeah. of Warcraft. These are static images. Yeah, yeah. You click through these static images. You see, like, uh, oh, this is the ancient. What's the name of the ancient Greece-based one? Like Altania, Altaria. Oh. I don't. There's so many. Terrania, the the, the prehistoric one. Prehistoric one. You're in the prehistoric <laughs> one, and there's all these neopets walking around, and they have shops, and they built a society, and some of them have names, and you go to another place, and like, oh, there's a war going on in this one, and yeah. like, it's all this is happening. This is clearly an independent society, but you own one of them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and are, is is it your pet that's doing this shit? Are you just a human it, being, or is it pet walking? pet your pet's pet, <laughs> or is it your pet pet pet? Because <laughs> there's also pets for the pet, and then pets for the pet's pet. Yeah, uh, we didn't mention that part. So like they they are so invested in the like okay, so there's this like mad scientist who's fighting a fairy who's like secretly yeah. trying to wake the under dragon. This is why I can't get into like the events because it's always like oh it's the big fairy war, all the fairies are fighting this one guy, and I'm like wait what? I thought we were just kind of like chilling but the one- <laughs> in society. <laughs> Who though? Who's society? Uh-huh. Are you a man or are you a beast? It's General Mills' society. That's what it is. <laughs> do they have money? Do the pets buy the cereal or do I? So monetizing the site has always been essentially like the main driver of all of this shit. They eventually add what is essentially like an um, old school version of like a battle pass. You can do a monthly uh, premium option for the site now. That would range from six to eight dollars of the month, depending on whether or not you wanted to do the best deal or uh, <laughs> or one of the shittier deals. You get a six Neopet bonus Neo points, weekly space fairy scratch cards, etc. Now scratch cards. Oh yeah, yes, there were scratch cards. We haven't even talked about the gambling so shit. Well, well, oh yeah, I remember that. So the gambling. <laughs> hey, you know that <laughs> you know that old woman shivering on the L train too. <laughs> that like the, and she's like just hunched over trying to get like five dollars on scratch tickets. It's like. <laughs> that but for kids that's 10 year old me <laughs> the, the scra- yeah did you do 
scratch cards? Yeah, they were frustrating. It was crazy. <laughs> this was kind of nuts to me. Like, I don't think this would fly today, but I guess it's uh, the site still exists. You had Jub Jub Blackjack. You had Crops, which is like K R A W. Yeah, Croc, the crocodile. Yeah, is that craps? Yeah, Croc straight up craps. And then scratch cards, which is fucking crazy that people would be cool with this. There was an, um, of course, outrage on that as well in Australia in 2004. This is one of my favorite stories. Do you know this story? In, a, in Australia in 2004, a parent was alarmed to find her nine-year-old kid playing poker to feed his pet, and then he claimed that if he didn't play, his pet would be sent to the pound. <laughs> Which actually is not true, but how funny is that? I have to keep playing poker, Mommy. If I don't keep playing the Batman's game, my pet will be put in jail. There's a chance they might have actually believed that because so much of the gameplay was kind of based on word of mouth and rumor. Because uh-huh. there were puzzles and like kind of hidden things that you had to talk to other players to uncover. Gotcha. So maybe the kid was just led to believe that by another player or something like hand that. Hand in hand yeah. with Neopets was Webkins. And ah. there was legit a rumor back in the day that there was like a Webkins serial killer oh, that yeah, would attack here. I you. Ah. about that. Um, so- and you forgot the most fucked up of all the games, uh, Rookie Russian Roulette. What? No, I made that one up. <laughs> Rookie's the fun. It's an ant. Hey, uh, kids, you ever wanted to own a single ant? Like a giant man-sized ant. <laughs> yeah, just a mant. So they ended up changing it shortly after this outrage article, Australia issue, um, and made it so that only kids 13 and over can get it. Like, yes, I'm 13 year old kids playing Oh, yeah, when they're good. the most compulsive? Great. <laughs> Um, So, let's talk about the Viacom takeover. Uh, Mass media conglomerate Viacom. uh, As we previously mentioned in our Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network episodes. They own networks like Nickelodeon and MTV and it's CMT and it's in Jim's house and Bill's house. They have film studios like Paramount Pictures. And they buy Neopets Inc. on June 20th, 2005 for $160 million. Now, Donna definitely has some shit to say about this. It's very interesting how these guys... Guys got their company stole up from out of them essentially. Even though I think they were, I think they were pretty happy to walk away with a good paycheck. But still, they had no control over any of this, according to them. Donna said, "This lack of control was part of the reason we wanted to leave. We knew uh, what would be best, but we were not able to take the company in that direction. After years and years of fighting a losing battle, you just give up." She also said, when we left back in 2005, I gave the GM of Neopets a very long wish list of things that Adam and I wanted to do, but hadn't managed to get around to and how to implement the changes. I don't think they even read it as none of that stuff materialized. They announced plans to focus on banner ads instead of immersive advertising. That's when Viacom takes over. They, they want to bring it back to that. They redesigned the website in April of 2007 and changed the interface and ability to customize the pets and... And in July of that year, that's when they uh, introduced the Neocash Mall, or NC Mall, which uh, was actually launched in partnership with the Korean gaming company Nexon Corporation. Uh, they made PC and mobile games such as Maple Story, which is another, I believe that's free as well. That's, and I mean, we'll have to have Karina of, back for the Maple Story episode. Right? That, there's like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, you wait. You did, no, not. you did Gaia. You did Gaia. Yeah, oh, Gaia. I dabbled in Gaia. Um, yeah. It wasn't like Neopets, so what's the use? I'd, but, heard, uh, I'd the, heard of Maple Story, but I think Maple Story also is that kind of game where, you know, free to play, but it has a bunch of hooks and it gets you to try to <laughs> spend money or get ad rev, for, you know, that kind of stuff. We should also mention that uh, once the Viacom acquisition came into play, the merchandising machine started roaring into overdrive. Mm-hmm. This is when you start getting Burger King toys and you, uh, it was the, the limited two. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> what what could you find at the limited to? Um, they did plushies. They did stickers. I'm trying to remember what I personally owned. <laughs> I had like an like a furry Neopets like CD case. <laughs> <laughs> very 2005. Yes. That is very 2005. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, it was just kind of like things i don't know if they had clothing i can't remember but it was a lot of like stuffed animals like stickers like stuff stuff people like stuff girls like <laughs> limited to <laughs> um, and mom can i get my ears pierced <laughs> we're at the limited too <laughs> or no that's more of a claire's was more badass right claire's would pierce your ears yeah yeah um the uh this is also where we got the ps2 game <laughs> neopets uh, the yes. darkest fairy the darkest fairy came out on ps2 absolutely uh as well as pet pet adventure or something it was a psp game and yeah. it has the funniest opening CG sequence I've ever seen. Um, Mary, please play some weird, badly voiced audio from the Pet Pet Adventure opening CG. I've known you since we were small, Arcus. Have you done this? What did you find in that book? The wand, Megan. Give it to me. The wand is only a legend, Arcus. I will have it. If the wand did exist, I would take it and wish this day never happened. The wand lies within this very chamber. You are a gypsy, Megan, and gypsies have kept the lore of the wand for centuries. You know how to find it. My grandmother said that the wand was disguised, hidden in plain sight. This must be it. As well as the... Uh trading card game that was done by Wizards yes. of the Coast based on a card game which was another thing you could do on the website is you could collect and play a fucking yeah. CCG. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you could play the TCG on the website. The cards were just a thing that you could collect. <laughs> if I recall correctly, or maybe I just didn't know. Okay. But I'm I pretty... I think it was a real trading card game, though. Yeah, there was like a real... IRL trading card game. It's now defunct. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I had the boot, the starter deck, whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. That might still be at my parents. There was house also somewhere. there was also going to be <laughs> whoever could just throw more money on the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't remember how it works. I yeah. didn't. I didn't like it. I just wanted it. <laughs> there was also going to be a Neopets movie from Warner Bros. Pictures, uh, directed by John A. Davis, who did Jimmy Neutron back in 05, but it never came to fruition. That's probably because. After that, the site just slowly starts to decline and and fall into uh, obscurity. In 2011, they announced that the site had logged one trillion page views since its creation. In 2013, it was reported that 20% of users are now over the age of 18, which is a huge <laughs> deal for the site. Like now, I, the, all the Neopets people—they're growing older. Um, in 2014, Jumpstart acquires Neopets from Viacom. There were there were immediately problems and glitches on the site, uh, initially leading to a the huge, day. Yes, uh, the day of yes, sin, yes, yes, leading yes. to a huge duping crisis that screwed up oh. the economy big time. Um, <laughs> no, I, that's not what I'm excited but about. I know, I know what you're excited about. <laughs> There was uh, an educational media. Uh, by the way, Jumpstart was an educational media franchise. They started out making PC games, but expanded to workbooks, apps, videos, and other media. Um, in 2015, a lot of the Viacom Neopets team were laid off, which upset a bunch of people. And in 2017, MMORPG Chinese dev company NetDragon acquired Jumpstart. Now let's talk about the day. Yes. The day of sinning. <laughs> or as people call it, the Neopocalypse. <laughs> um, hey. 
So, the Neopets, of course, geared towards young people. Very strict chat filter. Incredibly <laughs> strict. You couldn't even say stuff uh, like cucumber, uh, <laughs> skill, basement, and uncle. Those were all words that were banned. You couldn't what? say. Yes. You couldn't say grape. You couldn't say. Grape, yeah, you couldn't say grape. You couldn't yeah. say like yeah. It was just because the, the one thing they didn't need was <laughs> mad parents. Yeah, and, and horny, <laughs> creepy old men. Yeah, on their website. <laughs> So, over the weekend in June of 2015, the filters that prevent adult language and content stopped working, apparently due to a facility move. Others blamed the layoffs from the Neopets team at Jumpstart, um, and it was referred to the Neopocalypse. It was, it was, uh, were you, a, were, wait. Were, I wasn't playing at the time, but I do remember seeing it happen and being like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of, um, I, I read uh, some of the, uh, some of the fun comments and things. Uh, Jake, do you have some or something? Any one in two pegging here? <laughs> I think there was one I laughed at out loud that was like, I am about to start masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Y'all need Jesus. Anyone want to play Mafia? Eat my homo butt, Kyle. <laughs> Make Gudra female. Minions need to burn. Big dick back in town. <laughs> uh, how do I make crystal meth? <laughs> it's a good, I mean, that's educational, though. That's yeah. edutainment. So I wanted to answer that question. Just the chains were off and the nation's teams. <laughs> and it really was uh, one of the big, I, I think a lot of people gave up on the site at that point because it was very much so an indicator of the site, the beginning of the end for the website with uh, the Viacom merger, with with the, uh, hearing things that the Neopets team was were not very happy that they were unable to really get into. Oh, so entire parts of the site would stop working because they were relying on like old plugins that didn't like that weren't supported anymore. Stuff like Shockwave and Flash was going out of style. Uh, the the they had no mobile site to speak of. They had a weird like. Well, they eventually would release a mobile uh, app, and it was awful. Well, they would they would release like <laughs> licensed games. I downloaded it. It's fucking terrible. But uh, there was like there was no way to access the site through iOS or Android because it just wouldn't display correctly. Holden, you even mentioned that when you visited the site. Uh, it's so insecure, and the plugins involved are so untrusted. Yeah. That I, I, when I went, I had to go into the settings of Google and like double extra insist that like yes, play the media. Yeah. Like <laughs> I just fuck fuck my shit up, Neopets.com. Right. Let it happen. <laughs> just Let just do the do the damage. I want to play do. the fucking ice cream machine <laughs> I game. I want to well, play Corbett. And it was. <laughs> I mean. I want to play. I want to play uh, Miko Chase or whatever. <laughs> and Motherboard reported in 2016 that login data of 70 million accounts was stolen, um, which contained <laughs> usernames, passwords, email addresses, birth dates, IP addresses, and uh, p pins. PINs. Um, there were also in 09, uh, there was also a bad link going around under the guise of it being a site that allowed users to make their own paintbrushes, which was actually malware. Uh, so, yeah, it, there was a lot of like, it just was becoming more and more unsafe to be there. It was becoming more and more just uh, uh, clunky and and aged and old, and, and um, that's why it just started to become this weird graveyard of a, a site from a different time out of place. Not only that, it's visiting it it's like visiting a, a website from 800 different eras it's yes there's uh, all these like lost worlds and um, the art is because the art has been over the course of over a decade so the even just like 
the line quality or the art quality or the coloring style will change from like thing to thing. Or if you use an old <laughs> paintbrush, all of a sudden you'll go back in time. But if you use a new paintbrush, it looks like a beautiful piece of art. Um, they made the customization options made it so like they kind of had to squish all, what made all the original animals unique into kind of this one base pose. So like even the even you know even the the character design suffered as they tried to streamline things. So that's kind of where we got to today. But one thing I wanted to go back on. How you doing there, Jake? This microphone will not stay put. All right, oh. is it good now? Maybe we're almost done. We're about to pull this cart into the station. Um, <laughs> so one thing is I this wanna... cart being pulled by a mohawk or a cow? <laughs> it's being cow spelled real dumb. It's being <laughs> it's being pulled by a bizarre as fuck economy, which showed you. Which became this weird model for like what an economy would be with uh, if if you know hyperinflation were to happen and um, it actually kids became little economists like the way you, you said your brother was with with things like he was yeah. working the stock market and stuff so as you mentioned before there's a stock market with the neo DAC um, the economy is based on neo points which can be earned from playing games as we mentioned before now in 07 the Neopets team standardized all of the artwork. Well, one thing about the economy. So there's a lot of trading and selling and rarity going on, right? Like yeah. this is kind of in the time of Beanie Babies almost, isn't it? A little <laughs> bit because there's a little sense of that, right? So in 07, the Neopets team standardized the artwork. They kept the basic design, but they homogenized the poses of all these different pets. What did I just say? You just said that? I just yeah. said that. Oh, my bad. Did I just totally zone out trying to think of the... Yeah, yeah. Were you talking about the UC, the unconverted pets and how they were selling them yeah. for like stupid oh, amounts yeah, of money? Yeah. No, not that. Though. Yeah. So what? Oh, they were- okay. Yeah, that's because you were asking me yesterday, like, oh, what's like a very like a status symbol? It's like unconverted pets, like yes. certain unconverted pets. Mm-hmm. Those are like, crazy status. Like symbols. what? A cloud drake? A yellow? There's like. So essentially, what happened was some of the new <laughs> designs were not ready in time to be converted when they converted the pets over to the standardized posing, and so they decided to let the remaining design. Uh, design rollovers become optional because everyone got fucking pissed that their pets got design got fucked with. And they're like, we like the old way. Why would you do this to us? So they're like, okay, okay, we'll make the other ones optional. So if you had one of these optional ones that you did not convert to the new design, these were called unconverted pets. And these were one of the big status things, right? Uh, and they use status symbols too to manipulate to try to remove the hyperinflation. So essentially, by the way, without a, 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 what happened was is they were just pumping more and more money into this virtual world without getting rid of any of the money, and that is what's creating this inflation. So because people, the users had been with the site. For so long. And the newcomers were, it was impossible for them to keep up. There was no way. You'd have to grind for like 50 years or something to be able to buy a dark fairy wand from what I read right at some point um, in the site. So uh, I want a royal yearbull, goddammit, and now I can't get one. (laughs) Well, and people would be gaming it too. So apparently like rare items would go on sale and get restocked in shops and kids would uh, uh, wait wait for those rare items to go on sale and they would like hit refresh over and over and over again and like buy up all these rare items and then they would go to users and resell them for a far higher price uh, in the competitive uh, marketplace. 
And uh, on this one Neopets blog they, they wrote, <laughs> it was a horrifying and disturbing look into the faults of late capitalism <laughs> and the unfettered exploitation inevitable in unregulated economic systems. So what I what was the most precious of the unconverted? What was like... Um, the one that the- I'm thinking of is like the malicious plushy poogle or something like that <laughs> it's like a plushy poogle but it's evil and that's like a special character and i don't know how you get one but i just remember that being a thing that i saw i do not like the poogle design the, it's just a real like the laziest pokemon knockoff yeah <laughs> the poogle has always looked kind of dumpy <laughs> and it just has the kachik head it's just the head of a kachik on some other shit so so one thing that they tried to do uh which i thought was amazing was they would use the whole status symbol thing as a way to try to get people to just push money out of the site for good. So they had one thing called the Lever of Doom. So when you pulled the lever, you lost 100 MP, but you had a rare chance of getting a Lever of Doom avatar to use on message boards. You remember this? I was super into avatar collecting as a kid. Even when I was too young to use like the message boards, I just wanted the, it's just another thing to get. Right? So what they were, they were just having people pull this lever, pull this lever to just throw away their money. Because secret avatars were huge. And Mm -hmm. I guess that's also a status symbol because some of them you can only get through like certain items. Like if you buy the darkest fairy wand, you probably got an avatar or something like that. The avatars were for the forums, right? Yeah, it's literally just your little like. Okay. You could also purchase (laughs) untradeable books called the Hidden Tower Grim Wars that turn into avatars that people just straight up are using as as status symbols. Like, look how much money I have. I was able to have get one of these avatars. I was totally into that. I wanted to flex. There was also the Save the Wheels event, which they were doing a redesign on a page where you spun wheels to win prizes, but they made it like a renovation project where people were donating money. Like, it, like in an illusory way that they were like donating money for the redesign of the page, but like that you know to like build you know it, it was all bullshit though, and it was literally just to be on a, a you know be on a list of top donors. Um, and that was a way for you to just throw away all of your money. This is any MMO will come to this problem if it runs long enough. World of Warcraft has dealt with it. Final Fantasy fourteen has dealt with it. It's just amazing that all like everything from the daily quests to the in-game advertising to the uh, content refreshes to the redesigns to the uh, back and forth with the fans to the money sinks to all this was all of these issues were being tackled not by video games it right. was neopets.com and it really was the foundation for microtransactions loot boxes all of these multiple things. currencies multiple currencies all of these things are traced back to this crazy tacked on thrown together seeming you know just experience <laughs> that was like high tech as fuck back in 05 or what 03 or whatever you know what i mean but i guess that's what brings us all the way back to the the very beginning the gush i mean can you like can you leave us with it like what what was it what was it that was so great about it for for a, for a young girl i mean because there was just always something to do. You want to fight. You go to the battle dome. You want to feed your pet. You do that. You want your pet to be real smart. You just give it a lot of books. There was a. <laughs> what home... happens if you have a smart pet? I don't. I forget. I, you I just, forget you just get the you get the joy of <laughs> knowing real smart. Just your they pet. have this good all the good stats. Yeah. I got. It's I, like my I, college like degree. It's not doing kid. anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like there was a home building part. I remember that where you can buy a plot of land. And build a house, and it serves no purpose but to be there. <laughs> but I then there's more that, stuff to uh, buy as far as, to get yeah, the furniture. You get furniture. I bought a table for my house. <laughs> nice. And like, there's all these things to collect. 
Like, like I said, you can't play the card game in the game, as far as I know. Yeah. But you can own the cards. Right. And imagine owning all the cards. Of course, <laughs> there's you all... get to tell all the people that you yeah. own a lot of cards. I was reading a website, and it was like the um, I'm Rich app that came out a long time ago mm-hmm. when it was talking about status symbols. Like a lot of that was what Neopets is about, where you paid like a thousand dollars for this app, and all it was show, <laughs> just to show people that you yeah. could afford a fucking useless app that says like, I'm rich. I think during my second wave on Neopets, I was really into plushy collecting. Just these <laughs> fake things, but I just wanted as many as I could have. And yeah, there's just all this stuff to do. And I mean, like I said, I wasn't deeply involved in any community, but it was still like I could be and it felt safe. There was one point when I did, when I like savvied up and made an account that I was old enough to use the forums in, um, <laughs> uh, where I would just kind of like be real sneaky about it and be like, I would like to join a guild, please. And then people would just like send you invites to their private guilds. And I'd be like, status symbol, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a private guild. Right. But, um, and I remember like there was one guild I was in where it was just kind of like that I would post in and be like, you know, just like, it's, you know, how are you guys? But um, everyone in there was like way older than me. And they were like in their <laughs> 20s. And Weird. um and on I was Neopets. in like I was in like the sixth grade. I was like, I went on a field trip today. <laughs> but um but even then I was like, that is kind of weird, but like they were nice people. Yeah. It was it was like a wholesome time. I never once so felt bizarre. like weird on Neopets. Yeah. So that that's, was nice too. <laughs> that's my thesis is uh childhood to tween to teen to young adulthood is a is can be a lonely, weird time where you just are like, everyone else in your house is asleep. All like you can't drive anywhere, you can't buy anything, you can't go anywhere, and you just find these like sinks. You just kind of find worlds to escape to, whether it's an MMO or whether it's uh, RPGs or whether it's uh, role playing on your mud or whether you know all these things. And uh, we breathlessly catalog you know everything in this nostalgia grind machine. There's a whole world of Neopia that we never even thought of. <laughs> yeah. We're millions upon, at the height, there were like 25 million registered users. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure m- a lot of them were dummy accounts. But the best-selling Pokemon game sold like 30 million copies. Like, it's its whole separate juggernaut of culture that we don't, that doesn't have, you know, there's no detective uh, cow ga- uh, movie coming out. <laughs> there's no, you know, people don't get tattoos of their favorite Let's see. What's a dumb one? Aisha. No, Aisha's cool. Yeah, I'm sure someone has an Aisha tattoo. Let's someone probably has an, a blue maru. <laughs> I, I like blue maru. Blue maru has some, has some a chia. No, elefante. Nobody likes elefante. I mean, there we go. I'm sure someone does, but and my, not me. My thesis statement is: on the surface, this is a bright, shiny, happy experience for young girls, but the deep, dark secret of it all is that there's the root so much rooted in evil with between Scientology and manipulative advertising and all this just crazy yeah. crazy bullshit is all underneath your like little your 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 table for your house and your cute little pet and your play play your spin the wheel game I don't know what gambling you're gambling and 
Holden. It's Holden. awful. It's the, awful. There's nothing wrong about the intersection of religion and capitalism marketed exclusively to children. <laughs> I can't even imagine the downside to that. Well, I just want to say thank you, Karina, for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, Always down to talk about Neopets. Fantastic. We'll yes. do it for the sequel episode. Hell yeah. When, when Neopets makes their huge comeback oh, and becomes God. this uh, massive website all over again <laughs> in the year 2030, we'll have you back on to discuss it. Um, uh, how can we follow your various successful online endeavors? Uh, um, <laughs> I am mainly on Twitter. I'm I'm an artist, and uh, just look up Dilphosaur. It is spelt like that, <laughs> Dilphosaur, and that's where I live now. Not in Neopia, unfortunately. <laughs> Although, if you are on Neopets, my inactive but still living account is Granola. Sometimes. <laughs> Hit me up. I won't log in because I'm scared. All to one go. word? Yeah. One word, granola sometimes. I'm scared to log back in because I know I'll get sucked back in. You're going to be up to, to your grind. neck in rare items. You know this, right? But hit me up. Let's be Neo friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, <laughs> if you'd like to support us further, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash whizbrew. Uh, we put out bonus content every single week for just $5 a month. Also, you can follow me on twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho. Jake? Uh, follow me on Twitter at bestjakeyoung. And hey, if you're bored, why not check out going to dropout.tv? There's fun comics and uh, cartoon that I emotionally invested in called Cartoon Hell <laughs> that's uh, worth your time. And one more time, Sunday night, uh, June 9th at the Bell House. We're putting on a show. Get tickets online, please. Uh, we'd love to see you there. Uh, we're definitely going to be hanging afterwards, too, and ever all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, always remember... Keep on whizzing. And never stop bruising. Oh! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.